listening to From the Friars podcast. In this new special mini-series, we'll be introducing you to the Friars who will be ordained to the priesthood and diaconate. So stay to the end to hear more details about that. Meanwhile, we could really use your help with supporting our seminarians. So you can go to franciscanfriars.com, click the donate button, and in the special message to the seller or on the memo line of the check to uh, support the CFR Seminarian Fund. Thank you and God bless you. Enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Father Luke Fletcher from the Friars, and I am the Director of Priestly Formation, and I'm here with... Brother Francesco. Deacon Brother Francesco. Welcome, Brother. Welcome. And uh, uh, Brother is one of the four who is about to be ordained to the priesthood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whoa, how many years of formation and education and preparation to get get you here? Well, I joined the community in 2006, and... And into the seminary in 2012. So, Whoa. six years in school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. So, so uh, you can probably tell Brother Francesco is not from the New York area. He got a little bit of an accent. Uh, so, um, just one of these great blessings is our community, as you all know, started in the South Bronx in 1987. Here we are 31 years later. And uh, what did St. Francis say? The Lord gave me brothers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we've had all these guys who have come from all over the world to join the Friars. Of course, our formation is primarily here in the New York area. So, brother, tell us a little bit about kind of where you've come from and a little bit about how you ended up joining up. What, what did Cardinal O'Connor say about our community, this ragtag group of Franciscan Friars? So go ahead. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you know, the good thing is that... Um, the ordinary way that I think God leads us is through just the circumstances of our life, and um, so for me, uh, growing up in I grew up in Sydney, Australia, and I suppose the significant um, year for me when I was was when I was seventeen, and um, I was in high school and I really wanted to get married and have a family and and. Um, but that year, um, through uh, an illness in my family, and uh, so through that suffering, and then through um, an encounter I had with a priest, I um, I felt an invitation to um, to to follow God totally, and. The <clears throat> the significant thing was that for me it, it, nothing seemed more nothing seemed to make more sense than if if God existed then to live totally for Him that made sense to me um, but I resisted for a few years because um, I didn't didn't think that. Uh, that following God would really be for my happiness. Um, that is an excellent point. I think, you know, mm-hmm. pardon the interruption. Mm-hmm. I just love what you're saying right now. And having worked with vocations for a while myself, I know that's a huge moment for a lot of people. 
to understand that what God is calling you to is also the place where you're going to be the happiness. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. God's call is not the enemy of your happiness. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And that was the that was the significant uh, thing for me. It was kind of make, I started to make the connection between everything that was good in life, truly good, and that was um, enjoyable and and that made me happy. That God was actually the source of all that. So so so, what better thing could I do than to to follow the one who's the source of every everything that's good. Can I say that reminds me a lot of St. Francis? Right? There's a lot of that in his story. Yeah. 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 So I used to I used to surf back in, in Australia and I started to the guys who were really good in the lineup, I, I started to watch them and I was like, these guys are amazing and they've I would love to be able to surf like them, but I can't. But that's okay. I started to look at them and then make the connection like these guys have this amazing gift to be able to surf but that was given to them you know of course they worked on it um, but uh, that natural ability was was from God and so I just um, started to make those connections and then desired more and more to to discover how God was um, at work in my life and the concrete uh, circumstances and the reality that was in front of me and and it was really through individual faces through people you know that's um you know i think um you know that priest that i met he taught me how to pray he opened the scriptures for me mm-hmm. he helped me to discover how god was speaking to me personally in the scriptures and and um and then in 2005 i went to world youth day in germany and i ran into these guys in gray habits <laughs> Right. Now, was that before your brother? Yes, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we both went, and my twin brother and I went to to Germany together, and we just randomly encountered this, this group of friars that we had heard about, and we... Now, I have a memory of that. Can I interrupt? Yes, you so, were there. So, you know how sometimes memories aren't accurate, so remind me if this was true or not. So, if I remember correctly, this thing had happened where your brother, your twin brother, Xander... Uh, was kind of thinking and praying as well. Mm-hmm. He, did he have some encounter with some Franciscans in Australia and was kind of thinking about mm-hmm. it? And then our Father Benedict Groeschel got hit by a car mm-hmm. and almost died and he kind of made a miraculous recovery. And that's kind of how our internet ministry started. We would do updates on Father Groeschel on our website every night. And somehow that got on your brother's radar, mm-hmm. heard and you start hearing about us. Maybe some of the Franciscans in Australia had mentioned these friars in the Bronx and Benedict Groeschel and all that. And mm-hmm. I think there may have even been a phone call or two yeah, with your yeah. brother. And then yep. there's an encounter mm-hmm. at World Youth Day in Germany. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I remember that correctly? Or? That's that's pretty much okay. it. And, um, and uh, you know, at that stage, um, my brother was discerning to to be a Franciscan and I was open to the possibility I had already felt a, a strong call to the priesthood but I really um, was just hoping against hope really that <laughs> that maybe I wasn't called after all but it wasn't going away and then mm. when I yeah it was just consistent and, and something happened when I encountered um, these brothers at, uh, in Germany and Father Luke you were one of them oh boy and uh I was younger in those days. He was, was younger, younger. Yeah, okay. a little less gray in the beard, and <laughs> uh, so he um, 
he was there and, and, and probably six or seven other brothers were there. And it was the first time I realized that if I was going to f- really follow God in this total way, this, um, this, uh, as a priest or as a, as a religious brother, then if it was going to be anywhere, it would be with these guys. I didn't know why, but there was just something um, that was attractive in the, the way that they, just the way that they were. They, they just seemed kind of kind of normal, but also not normal at the same time. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Tell well, us about that a little bit. Well, you know, okay, so they're you know, pretty young guys uh, for the most part. Um, they could really play music which I loved, and um, they had a joy about them, mm-hmm. they had a peace about them, and they, at all, with all that, they really seemed to really love Jesus, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I saw them in the church, and I saw them, um, one guy had, one brother had two guitars in his hand, and he, with those two guitars in his hand, he, he knelt down on both knees before the Eucharist, and um, that image really stayed with me. And so it was these brothers together in prayer, together um, in one of his company, um, playing music, uh, preaching the gospel. And then I heard that they uh, lived and uh, worked with and for the poor. And, and they loved Our Lady. And so everything seemed to um, come together and uh, but I still, I still was hoping that maybe I wasn't called. Oh, <laughs> kind of. I have this image of you like being a fish. Uh, it's been caught, and you're like struggling, and the mm. fisherman's trying to reel you in. Yeah, exactly. It, that was exactly it. And and um, you know, I remember I went uh, after that that time in Germany. It was about a month. Uh, sorry, a few months later, I finished my degree in Sydney, which was in business administration, of all things. And I went um, from there to Franciscan University in Ohio, Steubenville. And really, um, I studied theology there, but it was really a time for for me to, to pray and to discern and to give God some space and time, you know, um, outside my uh, familiar environment and what I was used to and what was comfortable just to give God some space and time to speak and to show me the way. And uh, it was through that, that semester there at Franciscan that I started to visit the community. And I remember you found Luke saying, um, <laughs> after I, I visited, but before I left, before I was going back to, to college, to the, uh, Franciscan, um, you said, if you miss, if you miss it here, when you when you're back there, then uh, then pay attention, you know. Mm. Um, and I did. I, I, I when I I would I would make a number of visits to to the friary, and then I would go back to to the university, and, and I would miss being in the friary. I would miss the brothers. I would miss uh, the prayer uh, and the life they were living. And I happened to. Um, you know, I had given myself and and I, I, sp- I suppose God a couple of years to plenty of time to uh, make it clear. Um, but it was only 
it was only that semester and then um, after that semester there at Franciscan um, I joined the community in 2006 in the Bronx mm-hmm. a long way away from Sydney Australia mm-hmm. um, can I ask you a question bro yeah because I have this memory there's something that I remember about your journey that so has really edified and impressed me, and I think it would be worth hearing your comment on. Hmm. So we have Brother Angelus, who's going to be ordained to the priesthood with you, who's a triplet with his brother, Father Innocent, who's already in the Friars. Mm -hmm. Your brother at the time was also in the Friars, and I remember kind of challenging you or talking to you about this thing of don't join just because your twin brother is here. Mm -hmm. But all along, it's been really edifying to see how your vocation has been yours mm-hmm. and how you joined and then ended up staying <laughs> hmm. because of the Lord's call for you, not because of your brother or, or any other kind of factor. Mm. We just mm. speak to that for just a quick minute. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, 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 a, it's such a mystery. You know? mm. I, I had felt a sense of a call before him. Mm-hmm. He had he had felt something after me, and then he responded before me, and then his response helped me to respond, and then, and then yeah, early on the because he joined the community before me, he's no longer in our community, but he was here before me. I had to ask that question as you asked that question, you know, if he had if he left, would I also leave? You know? Right, and um, and the consistent answer that I had was no. That this was a, as 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 amazing it was, as it was that we were both here at, at one stage, it was a totally unique, and individual call, and um, that uh, has proved true. And and um, you know he's back in Sydney now, and I'm here, and uh, yeah. So I've always been very edified by that, bro. You know, mm. just your own your ownership of your own calling and. Of course, uh, your brother discerned out. It ultimately wasn't his call, mm-hmm. but we do miss him dearly. But mm-hmm. He's a wonderful guy. But um, So here we are. So you've been here, you, all the formation, all the education, the seminary and all that. It's been amazing to see what these guys go through to be prepared. You're just a few weeks away from going to St. Patrick's Cathedral, right? Mm-hmm. May 26th, Cardinal Dolan. Mm-hmm. And you and your classmates are going to be ordained the invocation of the Holy Spirit, the laying on of the hands and um, what are your thoughts, you know, just a few weeks out from this big moment you've been preparing for for so long, your calling, that Jesus, you know, your vocation, a um, little bit about your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have this growing excitement about it. Um, and I think the reason is that, um, like I was mentioning earlier, uh, the one who calls us is, is God. and. Mm-hmm. And that's um, it's kind of breathtaking and and and, and overwhelming and uh, just amazing all at the same time. And I think knowing that um, means that we're kind of being pulled into or, or caught up into something that's just way bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's that's really exciting. Um, I'm excited to see what because uh, you know as as priests, we're, we're still followers, you know? Mm-hmm. We're always followers of Jesus, and so there's still that, um, that 
part of our priesthood is still discipleship and a following, um, just like the the early disciples, you know. So, um, what it's going to look like and where I'm going to end up, you know, is is a mystery. I don't know yet, um, but I'm excited to to keep following. And just uh, it's 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 pretty humbling just to 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 uh, you know the you know to make Jesus present in the way that Jesus makes that that the priest makes Jesus present, um, particularly in in the Mass, uh, in in the Eucharist, and then in in confession, you know, where you know I was saying the other day that. The those who heard Jesus say, "Your sins are forgiven," back in in Galilee, um, you know, that was something special for them, right? But but we can still hear that today through the priest, and so just yeah, just to be to be part of that is um, it's a gift, and it's. Um, yeah, I'm grateful and humbled. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I love how you said that, that even I'm sitting here 15 years a priest now, which is crazy. Mm. And uh, yeah, when you said we're still followers of Jesus, I mean, so true. So maybe we could just conclude, bro, with just a little word about where you're going. So you've been in the Friars. At one point, you lived at our Friary in Texas, which is, I don't think, there anymore. And then at one point, you'd lived at our Friary in London. Mm-hmm. You're being ordained to the priesthood. Your first assignment, <clears throat> where are you going and what will you be involved with? Okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to St. Fidelis Friary in London, which is the east end of London. You mean like London, England? London, England. Whoa, and okay, okay. Yep. So um, we have a soup kitchen there for um, the people in the neighborhood, but also there's a lot of Eastern Europeans who have migrated to England. So, so they come to the soup kitchen there. And then um, there's... Uh, parish can close by that we help out at there's retreats that we do um, for the youth and for the people that are associated with us and there's probably other, I'm sure there's other things the brothers are doing over there that I'll be part of um, and you know we'll see what happens because <clears throat> uh, yeah the things are things are moving over there things are changing the yeah. um, the I think there's going to be, uh, yeah, two two new brothers, two new priests uh, going there, and so yeah, we'll see uh, see what um, you know. I think uh, yeah, I think the the first year of priesthood is just uh, is going to be a, obviously a brand new experience, yeah. and uh, and uh, so just. I think getting my feet wet in that regard is just uh, we'll have plenty of um, uh, yeah joys and challenges. Mm. Amen. And you know, the the friars we began in the Bronx, but things have spread out. So we have this what we're now calling a region. That's two friaries in England, one friary in Ireland, one friary in Northern Ireland. So those four friaries are a region. Brother Francesco, Father Francesco, will be part of that region things are growing and developing out there which is kind of exciting and the way of life is being kind of lived and expressed in that culture and uh, 
obviously, you know, I think there is a kinship between England and Australia, so there's some similarities there. There is. One has Vegemite, the other has Marmite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, That's right. That's anyways, um, yeah, so just to say thank you, Brother Francesco, I can't tell you how happy, how proud I am of those memories of meeting you all those years ago mm-hmm. and, and having worked with you off and on over the years. and. So excited to see what God is going to do in and through you and your vocation, your priesthood. And thank you for your yes. Thanks, Father Luke. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the From the Friars podcast. The Mass of Ordination with Cardinal Dolan will be live streamed at St. Patrick's Cathedral website May 26th at 9 a.m. And you can follow our website, franciscanfriars.com, to support the CFR Seminarian Fund. God bless you, and thank you for listening.